Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. As a woman, safety is one of the utmost priorities. Every woman listening out there, I know you can relate. Going home late at night, whatever it might be, it's a really awful feeling when you're uncomfortable in a situation. You all know what I'm talking about. I'm really excited to talk to you guys about Alto. It's a new app that's changing the game in the rideshare space in Dallas, Los Angeles, Houston, Miami, D.C., and San Francisco. It's a little different than the rideshare apps you probably are more familiar with. The cars are company-owned, branded luxury SUVs, and what's really nice is that they're cleaned between each ride, which just makes for more luxurious experience overall. Not to mention... What I love the most, the drivers are W-2 employees, which means they are interviewed, background checked, trained, and performance managed. I've only had really positive experience with the drivers I've had, and they've all been super friendly and considerate. We're so lucky here at Lipstick on the Rim. We're giving you guys $20 off your first two rides when you download the Alto app and use code LIPSTICK in the promotion sections. When you ride Alto, you have an in-app music control, which means you can change the station or play your own music. There are chargers, which I find super helpful because my phone is always on the brink of dying. There's Wi-Fi. I love this probably more than anything. Well, safety is what I love the most, but Wi-Fi, you are a huge second. I love this one because even if you're driving through a bad cell zone, you can still send a text or make a phone call. By the way, you are legally allowed to bring an alcoholic beverage in your auto, which is a fun little perk I'd like to take advantage of every now and then. Paloma, anyone? No, you guys, this is huge. You can take a drink. Something else that I love is that they pick up at curbside at every airport. This, you guys, this is huge in LA because LAX has reconfigured the airport's car pickup situation and has made everything extremely difficult. The bottom line is, as a mom and a woman, my family and I feel safer in Alto. Give it a try, guys. The SUVs are so good. You know, sometimes on these other apps, like, you'll order an SUV. You won't even get an SUV, much less cleaned and, like, I don't know. Download the Alto app and use code LIPSTICK in the promotion sections for $20 off your first two rides. Use code LIPSTICK for $20 off your first two rides. Hey, I'm Molly Sims. And I'm Emma Shagormley. We're two girls obsessed with one thing. Beauty. Beauty. And by that, we mean everything that makes you look and feel beautiful. We're calling on our favorite health experts, industry insiders, and friends to answer all your beauty questions. With a drink in hand. Definitely with a drink in hand. (laughs) You're listening to Lipstick on the Rim with Molly Sims. You know the old saying, I've never met a couch I didn't like. Well, there's another old saying that I've always wanted to build a house from the ground up, even though my husband did not want me to do it. We did it. Three plus years, I and my team, who you're about to meet, we have done it. We have built the house. After many years of dreaming of it, it's happened. Three years of putting the dream into action, yelling, screaming, fighting, drinking. The house I have always wanted for my family. I've been in the Hamptons since 1999, but enough about me because you're about to meet the fucking dream team of interior design and events on the side. Uh, Two people I have with me today, Dan Scotty. Hi, Dan. Molly. Mimi Brown. Hi, babe. Festy. Dan um, is an interior designer and founder of Dan Scotty Design. He's based in East Hampton, his firm. He specializes in ultra-luxury residential development. He's 
expensive as shit, interior design, custom furnishings. He is the master at creating spaces that are comfortable, stylish, and distinguished. He does only love three colors, but we will talk about that a little bit later. Mimi specializes in interior styling, event design. She's now based in LA, which personally, I'm not mad about it. But she's designed events for every type of brand you've heard of. Oliver Peoples, Goop, Vogue, Net-A-Porter, the list goes on. You guys might be wondering why I have both of them on the podcast today, but they are my dream team who I collaborated with. And really, I have to say, you know, it's been a dream come true to build this house. Dan and I met when I was about to buy this awful house <laughs> about 30 miles from where it was supposed to be. And we won't say the, the contractor, but it was definitely um, a great decision that I actually bought the first house in the Hamptons that Dan, that you, you custom built, right? That's right. It's a process. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say that, you know, building or redoing or, you know, contractors or, you know, it's, it's, it's tense. It's expensive. It's, you know, it's, uh, it's not, it's fun, you know, I have to say. And then with Mimi, she's my bestie. We've known each other. She actually started in the floral world, which is why if you ever want someone to come <laughs> to your house and put together your tablescape, she is your girl. Mimi started in, you started in floral, mm-hmm. then interior events. design, then went back to events. And then now basically every event you see at Goop for the most part or just incredible Instagram spreads that you're like, there's no fucking way that's real. <laughs> she did it. And literally, I think, you know, two of the people who have the best taste around. And I think that's also really what it's about when you're trying to find your team, your dream team, your contractor, and I'm going to let them really take over the podcast and speak to the process because it's really hard. And I kind of want to start with Dan and you, we can talk about my project. Dan and I found a plot of land. Actually, Dan found the plot of land. Yeah. I remember we were actually at a party. You whispered to me that we could use more space in the Hamptons. And I kept my eyes open probably a year later, a broker who I know brought me an off-market opportunity in an area that just doesn't, they just don't come up. And, And it was a phenomenal location, beautiful piece of property. So, so I called you. You know, we were definitely, Roots are now in LA. We have three children. You know, Dan met us when Brooksy was- Zero. (laughs) He was zero months old. It wasn't that we didn't have enough space. It was more about we wanted people to be able to come and families to be able to come and visit from wherever they were. Would it be New York? And, you know, between some of my friends, we have like 97 children, so- Yeah, you entertain a lot. And we have girlfriends and we just love- being together at home, especially when we're always traveling. So that's kind of where that came from. We got to shoot AD, which we're super happy about. And to everyone on that crew, we're going to give you guys a little bit of a list, but Jeeves and Sam, and it's just, you guys shot it so well. It's, it's unbelievable. And I hope you guys enjoy it. Do you remember, like, I have to say the one thing that I was a pretty good client, right? I was I was specific in the beginning. I mean, I have this book, which yeah. you guys can't mm-hmm. see, but it's like a Pinterest come to life. You know, I will give myself a little bit of credit. I, I very you know much knew what I wanted. And I yeah. think that's why Dan will always love me because oh. I know what I want, right? Yeah, you know, people often ask what makes a good client and it's, it's someone who actually has a, an idea of what they're after, a vision or what they're attracted to aesthetically and what their program wish list is. It's difficult to work with clients who, you know, seven or eight different architectural styles and they can't commit to one for a particular house or a particular location. And you had a very clear idea of what you wanted for this property. And it wasn't a McMansion. It wasn't a monolithic, you know, structure that was in your face. It was a house that had some square footage and you could entertain family and friends, but sort of unfolds as you as you, um, as you enter and it's down a long flag driveway. It sort of comes into view gradually. And instead of being one large monolithic structure, it's a series of smaller gabled structures that are connected by these flat roof sort of glass breezeways. So it's a kind of a, 
a merger of the traditional and the modern, but it but it's rooted in architectural, you know, agricultural ar architecture where you have a gabled window and a lot of um, cedar that's going to weather naturally. But you had a clear vision for what you wanted. Yeah, and I think, you know, that's the best piece of advice I think Mimi and Dan and I can give anyone starting out is, what do you like? But more importantly, what 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 don't you like? You know, do you want it to be a two-story? Like I remember saying to him, I don't want to drive up and be like, welcome to the Hamptons. <laughs> We've made money. You know what I mean? Like I really wanted to. And because of where it was, there was a nice breeze. And I, I just remember being like very specific. And I'm like, and I don't want hydrangeas, even though I <laughs> right. love them. But I'd known Dan's style. And Dan traditionally has a beautiful mid-century unlacquered brass. He actually only likes three colors. Dan, what were the, what would those be? Those colors be gray, light gray, <laughs> a lighter, lighter gray, black, and maybe, I mean, maybe if we're pushing it a little bit of navy. There they are. You can see them in his Yeah, his there window. we go. Here we go. <laughs> One, two, three. I drive him fucking crazy. I'm like, I have I'm to. I'm going to turn off my background so you can't see it. <laughs> They're right there. Yeah, they're colors. right there. Everything is a gray on top of a gray. What is our color, Stonington? Yes. Stonington yes. I love Stonington. I know. Oh, I fucking hate Stonington, but it's amazing. Used in small doses. Dan and I um, had worked together. When I moved to LA, he helped, he helped me bring a project to life that we didn't build from the ground up, but we pretty much made it come to life in incredible ways. We also, also Trip Hainish, who ended up because Dan got famous and left me, but he ended up finishing it a little bit, but the bones are very mid-century dark and we love that. I think tip number one is what do you want? Pull pictures. I mean, that's what Mimi and I do all the time. Yeah, they actually asked us that when we were shooting for AG, what, how we started this with you. And I said, Molly was so specific. She literally handed Dan a book. But that's the house, really. It is like you really did know what you want. I know you've heard me talk about the brand Seed a lot, but for good reason. I really do love them that much. Otherwise, I wouldn't be wasting my time or yours. Plus, amazing brand partners like this are the reason we're able to bring you incredible content free of charge through Lipstick on the Rim. But back to Seed. I really do think it is one of the best probiotics out there right now. And it's a bit different from your normal probiotic because this is a broad spectrum two-in-one, probiotic and prebiotic. That's the biggest difference and the key to why it really works. The two-in-one capsule protects probiotics through digestion to ensure delivery to the colon. If you've ever taken a probiotic before and never felt like it did anything or made a difference, it's likely because it wasn't. That's the reason. Most likely the good bacteria wasn't surviving your GI tract. That is why seed is designed differently. And by the way, seed supports benefits in and beyond the gut. What does that actually mean? That means ease of bloating, healthy regularity, ease of evacuation, but it will also support your gut barrier, skin health, heart health, and micronutrient synthesis. It's all about supporting the crosstalk between your intestinal cells and your immune cells. Most people even say they see improvements in digestion within just 24 to 48 hours after taking seed. I definitely do. I feel so good every day thanks to Seed's Daily Symbiotic. That's Seed's Daily Symbiotic. And I have to say, it's a really amazing thing to be able to say and feel. Plus, I'm obviously loving my extra glowy skin. I highly recommend you join me. Start a new healthy habit today. Visit Seed.com, that's S-E-E-D.com, slash lipstick and use code lipstick to redeem 20% off your first month of Seed's Daily Symbiotic. That's seed.com, S-E-E-D.com slash lipstick and use code lipstick. Hey friends, my name's Olivia Perez and I'm an entrepreneur, journalist, and the host of the Friend of a Friend podcast. Every Monday, I meet with some of today's youngest and brightest entrepreneurs to make space to tell their stories and shine a light on who I believe to be the next generation of luminaries. I'll interview up-and-comers and game changers from brand builders to personalities, activists, artists, and thought leaders from around the world. Each episode lets you be a fly on the wall during one of the greatest pep talks, like a conversation between you and a friend or a friend of a friend. See you there. Great, we all the architectural drawings. And you know what I was going to say is this, that, that knowing what you want is very important. Be, mm -hmm. being, uh, being able to articulate it is equally as important. And the best way to convey that to a creative person is to just show them as many mm -hmm. images as you can pull. 
and they start to see a pattern. Right. Even if you don't see it or the I mean, you do because you're very creative and, you, and you're good at this. But there are many clients who don't have that creative eye. If they just start pulling, you know, pictures from magazine or create Pinterest boards or save, save on their Instagram, we'll start to see a pattern. Common threads. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a two story structure or one story structure, whether it has gabled roofs or hipped roofs, whether there's dormers, we'll start to see a pattern emerge and it helps us in, immensely. And also, I think, how do you live? Like, I knew that I wanted, you know, so sleep with my babies. I don't know why I have a 19 bedroom home because they all sleep in my bed. But I knew that I would want this house for them to grow with us, our family. I remember when Scott and I were originally talking about what we wanted the house to be. We wanted everything to kind of to go outside. We knew that we weren't the formal dining room kind of parents or people that we were not terribly formal, but we do love to entertain. We really wanted everything to have kind of a central and the outside is that central. We have a great pool house that Dan pulled off architecturally. And if you look at the house, it's also very balanced. And if you work with Dan, everything has to be in the middle and it can't be too much to the left and it can't be too much to the right. But it is very centered and thought out. And I just really want to take one moment to thank Dan Thorpe and Sarah DeGray of LaGuardia Design because as much as a house is so incredible and the structure, what it's set on is equally. And we started with acres of just good old dirt. And I have to say Dan Thorpe created such magic with lavender and olive trees and just beautiful, but undone, but done. And we have a little pickleball court. And I think he and Sarah just did a phenomenal job of making something casual, but elegant. He took me to a house and I'm like, oh, I like that. I don't like that. I like that. Just again, ask questions, send pictures, drive them crazy. It's all good. All right. So let's talk about the process. Theme is everything, right? Don't you think? Theme? Yeah. And how you live. I mean, I think what's so brilliant about the house, and I had nothing to do with this part of it, obviously, is the floor plan and that you use every space in the house, right? Mm -hmm. You have the bar. There's no like wasted giant living room that you guys don't use. And the way the bedrooms are upstairs, Mm -hmm. you can flip them and make them a guest room. We wanted it to be not a lot of furniture, right, Dan? Yeah, it's fairly edited. It's a house that that gets used, you know, two, three months a year. And you were cognizant of the fact that uh, there's going to be a lot of people using it, extended family, guests. But we wanted to make sure that you had a you know cohesive vision for the color palette and the textures that were used throughout the home. And I think that goes hand in hand with the theme, right? The unlacquered brass hardware, the rift white oak that we used extensively throughout the house, textured walls, the lime paint, and then the color palette. We we really were drawn with this house to a more warm color palette, mm-hmm. browns, taupe, kind of mud. Yeah pinks. That's right? a, that's those three colors yeah. are against Dan's ethos. So my <laughs> head exploded. No, it's beautiful. And no, it's together. We always worked with grays and blues and this I was know. a nice departure. You know what? But I wanted I, I wanted my my our home to I say my home. Super's gonna kill me. It's my home. Um <laughs> our home to be not like anything I'd seen. And you know, as much as I love a mid-century, there's nothing better, like I said, than a polished and a You've always been into these like cool colors, the grays and the blues. And then you started drinking Palomas. I know. There you <laughs> go. Like muddy pinks and browns. And who was the um, who was the designer who we loved that originated? Um, Stephen Gambrell. Stephen Gambrell. We I love that. Yeah, Sorry. Very layered. And yeah, Stephen, very layered. Had, you color. guys, his books are amazing. And, and that I love the style, mm-hmm. but I also wanted something different. I really did. I wanted to give a shout out to Eamon Nazer Design. He really helped... V- take our renderings and our drawing and our CADs. Do, do you think it's really important to have CADs? Yeah. CAD drawings are, are critical and it was good to be able to see interior renderings. Uh, and then the mood boards. I mean, Mimi and I worked on, you know, dozens yeah. and dozens of mood boards, which were for the color palette. So, so important. Yeah. I mean, changer. I think let's talk about the mood boards because we are a lover so of mood boards. Yeah. Moody boards. Let's the call mo- them moody yeah. boards. Yeah, let's call them the moody boards. Moody boards are, I mean, we would do a moody board for each room. Yeah, I mean, the first one for the house, the overarching one was 200 pages. Mm-hmm. And then it got edited down and down and down. 
I guess I start with the floors first. I start with the kitchen, the floors. But if I start in a room, I can't remember. What do I start with? I start with a piece of front. I start with something. What do you start with? I mean, I like to start, if I'm looking at a space, I take, I take a chair and I put it in the best spot in the house. Where do I want to sit? And then I design the whole room around that. There has to be a, a spot to sit, whether it's the end of a sofa or, or a lounge chair in that space. And it's, you know, feng shui, not having your back to the entrance, being able to sit next to natural light and have a good view. So that's, you know, kind of depends on what the utility of the space is. If it's a laundry room, obviously there's not going to be a lounge chair in there, but if it's a room that's being used like a common area, then, then that's how I start. And then in terms of pieces of furniture, if we're going to, if we're going to use a rug that has pattern and color in it, it's the largest piece in the space. So I would start with that. If the rug is going to be more neutral and sort of tone on tone, then we can start with like a really beautiful chair. I think with the Netflix nook, we started with the ox chair, the Hans Wagner ox chair. Just so you know, people, we name rooms. You heard me talk about this last week, but now it's finally happening. Macy's VIP sale is here. You guys, I'm so excited and you should be too. There is so much good stuff. If you haven't already taken a look, I suggest you do so ASAP before the best pieces will soon be sold out. I've already bought a few things and I'm eyeing some others. You know how it goes with the sale. You can add stuff to your cart. Just don't let it sit there. Pray it's not sold out the next day. I always get in trouble. I'll put something in my cart and then I'll forget about it. So make sure you don't do that. From September 23rd to October 3rd, get 30% off your regular sale and clearance items, plus 15% off beauty. Yes, you heard me right. That's 30% off all your fall fashion must-haves like denim jackets, midi dresses, lug sole boots, and so much more. It's such a good time to stock up on all those essentials we need for the season that can carry us into the next. It's the smartest way to be shopping. Plus, Shop exactly the way you want. That's the most convenient to you by picking up in-store or even curbside, which I love. Or get your new finds at your door with same-day delivery. I might love this even more. Seriously, you guys won't want to miss this. I know it's not typically sale season, but that's what makes it all the better. It's a VIP sale because you all are VIPs. Spend this time on getting ahead. Maybe it's your holiday gifts. Maybe it's your office gifts. Maybe it's things you're, you want for Christmas or Thanksgiving or whatever. Whatever it is, now the time's to do it. And by the way, I have to tell you, 15% off beauty, just to remind you, is huge. Beauty never goes on sale. I would really take this opportunity to go through your makeup bag, throw out everything that's old or expired or you don't use or that's running out and start fresh. All you have to do is go to Macy's.com. That's Macy's.com. Not to brag, but I've been getting a very good night's sleep recently. With three kids, it's not easy. Let me tell you, it's not easy. And for all the moms out there, you know what I'm talking about. Anyone else's kids somehow end up in your bed every single night? Yep, that's my household too. It's just, it's never going to stop. <laughs> but even so, I've been sleeping amazingly. And I have to say, it's all thanks to Juna. Juna's nightcap sleep gummies are my ultimate one-stop shop in the sleep department because they help me fall asleep, stay asleep, and get deeper sleep. I recently learned about stage three, deep sleep. That's where the body is really able to regenerate collagen, which is exactly why they call it your beauty sleep. Sleep is so important, more important than we sometimes think. It impacts everything about our being. And if we want to be present moms, present at work, present to our friends and those in our lives, not to mention present to ourselves, a good night's sleep is pertinent. Plus these gummies taste amazing and are sugar-free and happen to be the first ever sugar-free sleep gummies to exist. Wild, right? Also, another fun fact, did you guys know it's proven that women over 40 have a harder time sleeping? That actually wouldn't apply to me since I'm only 29. So anyway, you guys really do have to try these. Check them out by visiting junaworld.com and save 20% off with code LIPSTICK. That's junaworld.com with code LIPSTICK. The last thing I will say, these were founded by a mom because let's face it, there is no one who knows sleep deprivation better than a woman with young children. Do yourself a favor and just try these. They're amazing. They keep you asleep. And you just feel so well rested. Bring them with you when you travel. Keep them by your bed. You'll thank me later. Use code lipstick at junaworld.com for 20% off your first purchase. Almost in every house I've done this, especially for my kids, I have picked my kids' color. For example, 
<laughs> gray. Let's give it up to him. He's like a grayish blue. Brooks is more of a more saturated. He's blue. more saturated, and then she's kind of like that buttery beigey pink. And I, from day one, if you look at this, I love. What do I love? These ceramic mosaics, the tiles, the tiles for the bathroom. Oh yeah, the the glazed mosaic mosaic tiles. That is a beautiful way to identify a room a color to start there. You can literally just have that as your color for each of your rooms. And then you're in the cool room. You're in the blue room. You're in the gray room. That's a great trick I learned from someone I can't remember. I think that is the first thing. When I was pulling images last night, I went through all my old photos last night and it was the tiles and then a few pillows and the rugs. Yeah. Well, we really wanted to keep the colors very simple and let the house kind of live the structure be that. I love what you said about a rug. If you have a loud rug, people, there's nothing else can be loud. It's like if you're wearing a lip, you're wearing a lip. You can't do an eye. Yeah. Even though we have color, like in the kids' rooms, they're sort of faded colors, right? So it's appropriate for a beach house, a house in the Hamptons. They're not like super bold, saturated colors. They're sort of faded, which is, I think, appropriate. And also if they get flipped to guest rooms, you don't feel like you're staying in a child's room. Challenging as it was with, with COVID, it gave us because yeah, we had some downtime where we weren't allowed to build or they shut everything down. We, we, we paused and we had time to kind of focus on the interiors. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. You know, even though it took a little longer, it, it ended up, I think, being a good result. Am I your favorite client? Kidding. <laughs> Obviously. I could be listening. Um, I love all my clients. No, you're, you're <laughs> literally, you're so good. I can like scream at him and be like, okay, he hates me, but he loves me. No, but I will say like, I won on the I won on the chimney. I showed you a picture of the chimney. I won on the chimney. I didn't win yeah, on the we other. Went, we were. You mean originally we were going to use stone? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. On the exterior. No, that was a good call. I like it. We did mm-hmm. a a slatted really. Yeah, last we did center matched Alaskan yellow cedar, and originally when, did, when we designed the house, we were going to use sort of a sandy stone. It's beautiful. I know you both can attest to this, but investing in certain pieces, it doesn't have to be everything, is key. For instance, I know this is a boring thing, but appliances. Appliances are really key. You can go in and an appliance will be like, ah, why did you use black? Or why did you use gold? Or why did you use... I, I will say, like, I think people underestimate the appliance world. I, I sure have. I mean, I've or never... how ugly they are. And how ugly they are, like... But how much does our pellet ice make us so happy? <laughs> it, it goes back to when you're young and you're like, it's the pellet the ice, the slushy. You know, appliances are, are, are important, plumbing fixtures. There's only a few things when you're building a home that you actually install that become fixtures that have labels to them, that have brands to them. And they're the appliances, the plumbing fixtures, and the hardware for the most parts. Some ex- lesser extent lighting, but... You know, why, why skimp if you're building sort of a, you know, ultra, ultra luxury home, you don't want to skimp on the things that actually have brands associated with them. And people can know the quality just by reading the label on it. So, you know, we went with the beautiful LeConte range from France. And it's beautiful. It, it's literally it the colors like, are un- unbelievable. I do think, and I know you guys do too, investing in those key pieces, whether it be a great chair or, you know, if you can become friends of a friend of a friend of a best friend of John from Wyeth, then you might, well, you'll be really sad because you won't have any money, but you'll have a great home. Wyeth is amazing. And if you don't know it, it's spelled W-Y-E-T-H and I can only go in once a year. Yeah, they're incredible. Sagaponic. Sagaponic. What are some of your favorite places to get investment pieces? So I would say East Coast, Sagaponics, top of the list. West Coast, I would say I really like Obsolete, Orange, Merit. For accessories, there's a place called The Window on Melrose, which is incredible. Gallery Half for mid-century French pieces, Generet and and, uh, Charlotte Perrion. Where else? First Dibs, obviously. JF Chen. JF Chen is also great. JF Chen's incredible. A little overwhelming. It's yeah. Massive. Yeah. They're incredible. Yeah. Liz Antiques Hard Antique Hardware is great for hardware here in LA. So um, good. It's so good. So good. You, they, it's really good. And also we love first dibs. 
Should we explain, like, just for the viewers who may not know what first first dibs is an online platform that allows you to shop basically all or the vast majority of the you know reputable vintage dealers around the world. So from your computer, you can search a dealer in Paris or in Brussels or the Netherlands, and you can search by period, color, size, whether it's new or vintage, what the period of it is. And it's so incredibly useful. I still love going to Paris and shopping the flea market. And I know you guys do as well, mm-hmm. but sure do. right. A lot of those stores sell on first dibs. Yeah. yeah. I just had a client buy a Willie Eagle saucer and she's like, oh, it's actually coming from orange in LA. So a lot of the stores you just mentioned, you don't live yeah. in LA or New York sell on first dibs. It's like the eBay of luxury, mm-hmm. you know, exactly. for a home. It really exactly. is a great source. But there's also other sources. There's a, an online company called Cherish, yeah, which yep. is a little bit less money. And you can find great deals on both. I mean, now First Dibs has estate jewelry and bags and watches, and, and they have a lot of different collections. How do you talk clients in to really investing in, you've got to have that piece or you've got to do this. It's a sort of a high-low thing, right? So if you have a room and there are 12 pieces in the room, maybe one or two of them are from a place like Wyeth that are collectible pieces. The other thing I like to talk about with my clients is if you have a budget for artwork, take, take some of that budget and buy one or two or three pieces that you can actually use and interact with, whether it's a chair or a table or a bar and look at it as art. You know, maybe it's three or four times what you would plan on spending for, for, for a chair, but don't look at it as a chair. It's, it's a collectible piece. It's going to go up in value. And it also just, it can make a room, right? You can dial way down on everything else if you have like this amazing statement piece. Who did we, Brooke Mahan gave us our art. Creative art partners. Creative art partners. They're fantastic. I Cap, mean, yeah. CAP, C-A-P, and they will bring in and they will send you a PDF of like anywhere from 10 to... 200 pieces and you go through and like, I like this, I like that. And then they'll start to hone in and then you can make an appointment. They are really, really. Yeah. You can give them a price range mm-hmm. and they do a pull for you, which is super helpful. And they're fast. And they're fast. Yeah. And, and what I love is you're in a price frame because a lot of things, right. you know, I, I wouldn't even know of, and I couldn't afford vintage and antique versus new. Uh, yes. <laughs> There's a lot of good new though, don't you think? I That's mean, why I asked it because I know that I, I know that, she likes new and old, but she likes more new now, like me. Mm-hmm. And then you like more vintage, beat up, looks old, and like it's dead in the water, but you love it. <laughs> we have a really good mix in this house, though, right? Because a lot of the yeah. larger upholstery pieces we had made, we forgot to mention Dune. Dune's incredible. Oh, oh right. my God. Dune. A shout out to Dune. If anyone needs incredible upholstery, the best, and you have a shit ton of money. Dune is amazing. I mean, they really are. They nail it. Like my kids nailed it. Literally Um, nailed with the nail heads. Yeah. It's so good. And they can do a couch, a bed. I mean, they did pretty much all the beds they Mm -hmm. made. Yeah. They made all the beds. They made the upholstered sofas all but one. And they even made the dining table, which, you know, we had this idea for the dining table where it was going to have a sort of a tapered column for the base but we wanted it to be in a material that could take a beating, which, so we went with Corian. They built this table out of, Corian comes in thin sheets. So they made this table out of layers and layers of Corian that they, you know, fused together. And each disc was a little bit smaller than the one that's below it. And so they basically, you know, glued them together, sanded. It's incredible. It looks like a monolithic, monolithic column, but it's actually a series of um, sheets. And I think the Ottoman too. In the the Ottoman... Oh, the Ottoman's really pretty. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about a little bit about our tips, Dan. So when Dan and I first started working together, all of my kids were under the age of five. Dan does not have kids, nor does he have a dog. Dan did not fully understand how a family with three children under five might live. So one day when... Dan and I were together. I had a green smoothie. And I said, if this fabric sample, if I can wash it, if it comes out, we can purchase this fabric. I was on a budget. I'm still on a budget. I'm always on a budget. But I really, I knew I couldn't, I knew I couldn't do anything over. Even with this house, like I knew I had to 
stay within my means of what I could do. Meaning that if this little fabric sample wasn't fucking clean, because there's going to be bottles, yogurt, ice cream, food, cereal. He died. I dipped this perfect little piece of fabric sample into my smoothie and I gave it back to him. He was like, what is fucking wrong with you? Like, I don't know. I, I don't remember a dip. I remember you pouring, pouring the entire <laughs> thing on the table. That's I what I remember. So the tip number one that we will give you all is outside fabric, sustainable fabric inside. Meaning that all your outdoor fabric that is perennial, right? Am I saying it right? Perennial? Yeah, perennials. Delaney and long is amazing too. Delaney and long. Bring it all inside. If you have children that can't eat without spilling or just our animals, outside fabric is unbelievable. And in the past... 10 plus years, the fabrics have gotten incredible, right? Yeah. It's not just the old scratchy umbrella. It is the biggest tip. I have these beautiful genre chairs that we had little cushions made. And every day I wipe them off with soap and it comes off because it's outdoor fabric. Pretty much my entire house in LA and New York is done in outside fabric. I know Dan hates it, but he now he's actually learned to love it now. I know someone has my scary, fabric. But they really have done a good job with making them look just like it's unbelievable. Fabric. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, don't you think it's, it's, it's for, hard to tell for the a family, for, for, with a lot of kids, a lot of people outside, it's like a hotel. Yeah. And the offerings now are so different than they were 10 years ago. Like, yeah, it's crazy. It feels like linen. It feels like mohair. You yeah, can't exactly. The textures. Also, let's talk about paint. I know he loves gray Stonington. He loves all the Farrell and ball, but we did something really special that I had never seen, but I'd only seen it in Dan's house. And we were walking. I don't even know. We were, Super and I were over at your house and we we're like, we really like this paint you did. Will you explain it? Yes. So you know, one, one of the things that's very big with home design now is incorporating wellness into the design of your home, not just Pelotons and gyms, but using non-toxic materials. So I started, you know, about five or six years ago using a paint that's essentially a lime wash. It's pulverized limestone. And it's got sort of a chalky texture to it. It's thick. It goes on with a coarse brush. And it's similar to plaster, but plaster has more of a sheen to it. And it's got more of a kind of a swirl pattern, where, whereas with lime paint, you can, you can apply it with a brush and create like a strie pattern with it. So we use lime paint throughout Molly and Scott's house. Entirely. Uh, entirely. And it just creates a beautiful sort of neutral textured backdrop for all of the furnishings in in the house. You can make it matte, you can make it streaked, or you can also make it where it looks, um, which I love, almost like concrete, right? Yeah, you can do cloud, like cloud-like patterns. And the way to do that, if you're going to try to do it yourself, DIY, is to pick one section of the wall, create a cloud, and then paint another cloud, you know, three or four feet away, and then a third and then gradually connect them instead of starting in one corner and working your way to the other end of the room. You, you create a whole bunch of clouds on the wall and then connect them slowly. But I, I actually prefer, which is what we did for your house, a vertical, just you know, vertically brushed strokes. It's beautiful. The, the vertical brush strokes then match the, the shape of the window, the shape of the doors, because they're vertical. you know. And it uh, saved a ton of money. Like I didn't do wallpaper. I didn't do... Right. The one thing that I do, we all agree on, is making your bathroom or your powder room really, really special. And I love the bathroom we use for the wallpaper. MJ Atelier. MJ Atelier. And I have to say, we have these amazing butterflies and bees. And if you know me, then you know that my love affair with a butterfly because of my mom always makes me think of her. But it really is. And I do think it's important to like you can have fun in the bathrooms. Like I remember sending them the salamander, you know, zebra. Yeah. They're like, no. It's a little jewel box. It's a little jewel box. So I love when people create like a dark bathroom or a beautiful, not tropical bathroom, but more of like um, a toile. You can afford to be busy in there because you're only spending yeah. a few minutes. Yeah. It's a small space. Yeah. And also like, a, you know, I think the one thing that Dan does really well is the wainscoting, making your wainscoting part of your house. And the wainscoting, well, describe what it is. It's everything around your windows. It's. Oh yeah. Like, so the trim package in your house, we, um, we use rift white oak, which is the cleanest cut of oak that you can get. That's there's no knots, there's no cracks. It's just 
very, very vertical grain to it. And we use that for the floors, we use that for the cabinetry, and then extensively throughout the first floor on the ceilings. So that contrasted to the lime paint. So you have one that's very textured and then the other that's very clean and linear. It's just beautiful. It's modern, but not cold because of the texture of the lime paint. A design trick is to play with color and use the darkest, most saturated color in this space in terms of your paint. On the windows, I'm talking about the window sash is the part that you actually touch and move to open, and the door slabs, the actual door that swings. And then take the second darkest color and use that for the trim package. So that would be the casing, the trim around the doors and the trim around the windows. And then you use the third color, if you're using three colors in this palette, which would be the lightest of the three for the walls and the ceiling. And what that does is the dark frame of the window allows your eye to travel through more easily to see the outside. And the darkness on the doors makes them feel more substantial, more heavy and more rich. And then you have just sort of this light, you know, lighter, lighter accent color for the trim and then the lightest on the wall. It's just a beautiful, it's a beautiful palette and it's tone on tone. It's not like red, blue, and green. It's like taking, committing to one color and using three shades of it. Another tip is take the darkest color, let's say it's your windows and your doors, and instead of trying to find another color from, you know, thousands to choose from, go to your paint supplier and say, I want to do 75% of this formula or 65% of this formula. Do this, a is a great, this is a great tip. I can't believe I'm giving this away. You're giving it away. Cut it. Cut it down. 75 this. Cut it out. Cut it out. Delete. Delete. delete edit. <laughs> no, it is a great. I mean, it does make a huge difference because sometimes you don't want that so dark, so saturated. You kind of want to just lessen it. And again, please, by the grace of the Lord, try your paint colors. Try them in when it's light outside, when it's dark outside. Is it against green? Because white is probably the hardest color to pick. What are your go-to whites? You know, my go-to whites are really probably considered gray by most people. Like I, I, like <laughs> I, can't, ima- I can't imagine that. <laughs> Say it honestly. I'm a huge fan of Coventry gray. Stonington, which we, we know I love, tends to read a little green at times, depending upon what you pair it with. Decorator white is too bright. It's too Central bright. Decorator white is too bright. And linen white is too yellow. So one of the things you can do is you can go to the website, let's say it's Benjamin Moore, and you can see what the base colors are. And I don't use color. I didn't use whites that have yellow in them. I always want to go with a white that leans more blue or gray than, than it does yellow. So um, that's kind of the trick. But I'll take a, a light gray and just dilute it, right? Take Coventry gray and do 50% of the formula, and then you'll have a white that doesn't look yellow. That's always the challenge with white is they always look yellow. They, and when they look yellow, it almost looks like you used an oil paint and it's 30 years later and it's discolored with the sun. Trends. Are we trendy? Are we not? Are the three of us trendy? I don't think so at I all. I don't know. I don't think we're trendy. Are we're we class. trendy? We're classy. I could be trendy a little. I do. I, I think my trends come into accessories, you know, whether it's like something like a chunky blanket or my pillows or like, oh, that pop of color. Like, you know, now it's all about chartreuse and like little pops. I mean, I do think those are places and Mimi and I are going to give a shout out to Click. Sabine. Sabine, (laughs) if you're listening to this podcast or Wendy, Christian, the owner. Nothing we Um, don't have in that store. There's nothing, there's nothing like it. I know it's a little crazy and we went through a lot of different things for the kitchen, the wall, but to a couple artists I want to talk about that I love, Olivia Steele did an incredible neon. This is where it gets interesting is what we ultimately ended up choosing, but she is an incredible artist. I know who would have thought neon, I'm 90, I'm 49, but it really is fun. It centralizes the area. Your kids think you're awesome. It does work. I mean, I love it. It's different. And you can put it in your 16-year-old's bedroom or you can put it in your home. But I thought she did an incredible job. Jonathan Ryan. Yes, yes. If you guys don't know this artist, Jonathan Ryan, he is local artist in LA. He actually... He has something now at the landing. He has something now at the landing. Gerard. Yeah, Gerard, the gallery owner. Gerard, you're amazing. Jonathan ended up doing a custom piece. I found him at the proper hotel Mm -hmm. through Kelly Wurstler. 
incredible. He uses sand and he is just unbelievable. Really special. Last but not least, I wanted to call out Matthew Brandt. Really quick story. I had always wanted a Matthew Brandt. I couldn't afford him for a very, very long time. I got married. He only did really large scale prints. I was, I followed him for many years from Yossi Milo Gallery to M and, and out of New York, Milo M&B Gallery, just down the street here locally in LA. I was in my kitchen, probably drinking. I opened the New York Times magazine. We still get the New York Times. Every Sunday, I look at the magazine. All of a sudden, I was like, oh, that looks like a Matthew Brandt, but he doesn't do people. And it's literally just the size of the magazine. I'm like, I have to have this picture. So I called the gallery and they're like, oh no, it's not available. I literally did not stop. I had 97 people, Trip, Gia, Mimi, Dan, everyone and their mother call to get him to see what he would do. And he did a custom piece because the actual piece was only the size of the magazine. And it is in my sunken living room and it is phenomenal and it's beautiful. And I now have a Matthew Brandt and I just wanted to, I actually, Super and I got to meet him. He's an incredible artist, so beautiful to follow. He has a collection called Lakes and Reservoirs. He's just incredible. We got to meet him during COVID and we all had masks on. I'll try to find the picture, but I just wanted to give a little bit of a shout out to him. And Mimi, you know, not only did she project manage, she's the master at coming in and accessorizing and making a home a home because, you know, you have to know how people live. And I think you, that is a true like talent that you have. And I think it's from your line of events and personalization. She was like, if you need calligraphy for this woman is super inexpensive and she's perfect and she can do it in two days. Like you really are the master of making a house come to life. Like I like to layer. You like to layer, but you also like to, Dan, we need some colored pillows. No, we don't. Yes, we do. It's two against three. This is where Mimi comes in as your best friend being like, Dan, My work it's not going to be fucking black. Okay. It's not. It's just not. Papa likes to have fun. Yeah. It's fun to have fun. Yeah. We love, okay, yeah. what are our tricks? A little bit of loose sight. L- a lot of brass. A lot of brass. Oh, okay. I have a question. Unlacquered brass. Is it in or, or out? I think it's always in if it's not overused. Me too. Right? Right. Have unlacquered brass hardware throughout the house. I wouldn't use unlacquered brass lighting fixtures, you know, throughout the house and then accessories. So, and vintage unlacquered is always in. Mm-hmm. If it's like a Carl Aubach, you know, dish or bowl, that's always going to be in. It's beautiful, timeless. Favorite, yeah. I love favorite. I love, I love unlacquered brass. Again, I don't like the whole house throwing up in it, but <laughs> I do like, even like little accessories, like we found this thing for my new office. Oh, Adler? At Jonathan Adler. Yeah. It's like a little pill box that you can sit on a desk and it says Xanax. So <laughs> everybody can have their mint when they come in. It's mm-hmm. not. But I love things like the tic-tac-toe, like the backgammon, the personality. But you can bring so much to a room, to a home through, honestly, pillows. You don't want to like the whole thing of like layering 50 pillows. Remember when I had like literally like 70 pillows? And they were mm-hmm. all I see in C Milano. You had like <laughs> you had every printed fabric that they offered, you had their pillow. I did. You know what? I still love me some CC in Milano. When I work yeah. with the different designers, I'm gonna bring kidding. When I <laughs> I still love CC in Milano. For those who want that, like does it John Rubbish? What's the yes. John yeah. Rubbishaw? I I mean, I I crush the hippie look. I crush <laughs> the eye cat ombre. I crushed it for many years. I did. Yeah, you did crush it. Great outdoor fabrics. I know. We I'm used trying a ton to of that. I know. All the curtains and most of the headboards are CC and Milano. I love yeah, CC and Milano. Right. Yeah. I've got some of it in my bag right there. Yeah. yeah. I love. Pierre I also love Pierre Frey. They have great wallpapers. Again, a little trick on a wallpaper, especially with like, Dan was like, I don't think that seagrass is going to work. It's like metallic. I'm like, what do you mean it's metallic? And you have to get the samples. Yeah. Please pull the samples and to see if they're shiny. Are they matte? Because what something looks like on the internet is not what they look like in the home. The number one tip that we can tell you, take a fucking picture of what you order. Will you explain <laughs> without naming names? Oh, 
we had an entire set of furniture come in. I, well, I know I told you this, Dan, because I called you for yes. advice. Uh, yes. In the wrong color. An entire... Super wrong color. An entire set. I've never had an office. I've never been in an office. I finally have an office. We order the furniture in... It comes in in the entirely wrong color. But because Mimi was so diligent, she said, no. Keep the original sample. You keep the original sample. You take a picture. You document right. it. You send it back. Right. And when it is delivered, do not sign unless you, you're like, yeah, this is amazing. Yeah, do not sign. sign. It will save you so much time, money, anxiety, because once you sign, it can be very tricky well, they they ended up having the I had the rights like the sam they had mislabeled the sample. They just had mislabeled it, it. It wasn't their fault. But and then, again, they owned it. But then I had an email where they they called the sample in my hand, the, what they were put on the paperwork. So ultimately, that's how. Thank God you had that. You know, I just reminded me of another story. I had a situation Crazy. where a fabric sample was mislabeled. I told you, there's another upholsterer that we use here in the Hamptons, upholsterer of the Hamptons, and. He has a habit of taking a picture when the bolt of fabric arrives and sends me a picture of the fabric that he's about to use and a picture of the piece of furniture that he's about to reupholster. And Smart. he'll say, this is for this, correct? And it wasn't. Turns out, and everything was- That's really smart. Right on the paperwork, but, it, but the fabric sample was mislabeled. So somebody, you know, stapled the wrong label to a fabric swatch and that would have been a, you know, ten dollars or $12,000 mistake. Listen, I, I will say it is really important to take your project. And if you can't hire, you know, your dream team or your project manager, like what Mimi and I ended up doing with for Dan and Stuber and I, you have to keep on track. You have to document it. And the one 40 thing- 40 different ways. 40 different ways. So Not just when you anymore. project manage, will you take someone through it and why actually spending that money on a project manager can actually save you money? Yeah, because it gives another set of eyes to go over the schedule or all of the documentation. Even just going through bills and, and being like, what is this shipping cost? And no, we're not going to pay that. Or, you know, this doesn't even make sense. And then I remember one day there was like a day I knocked like $20,000 off of something. And it was just a simple question. It was a simple question. So that's, you know, but it's because there's so many moving parts with a project that size, right? But even with a room, like, uh, you know, again, everything doesn't have to be luxury. And I want to right. talk about that, right. too, because right. how much do you want to spend? And you start, what is your budget? I know it can go lower, go higher. How much do you want to spend on your bed? Like, you can get ranges that will really help the contractor, the interior designer, everyone have somewhere to go, which that's that's a whole nother conversation. But don't you think having that budget and breaking it down is really like I wanted, I got this great sign, which you'll see in AD. It's called Camp Stuber. I wanted it simple. We found it on Etsy. Yeah. It was not expensive at all. They're giant letters. And it originally she had rainbow felt balls. I'm like, well, what if we could do it without the rainbow felt balls? Like, you know, little things like that where you don't have to spend a lot of right. money. Gia Canali is also part of our team. She is really, she has these pot prints. She's great with photography. She has her own art. And she did an incredible job working with Mimi and Dan and I with our art because mm -hmm. she's known us for so framing, long. Yeah. She shot our wedding, framing. But I will say, like, have your budget, stick to your budget as much as you can and hold accountability. Meaning that every Friday or every Monday, you should talk to your contractor, drive someone like Dan Crazy or Mimi and say, where are we on this? Because shit happens and you're never going to be on time in the realistic version especially of- right now. Especially right now. I mean, if Dan says to me- for seven months. Supply chain is never coming out of someone's mouth again. If I ever hit, but it is, the supply chain is really, really it's rough. It's really messed If you up. are building, order your appliances the first thing, don't you think? Yeah, they're still, they're still running like a year now appliances a year yeah yeah and, and get you know, your warranty it's insane i mean in, 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 in a non-covid situation the lacanche range would have been like seven months and ended up paying i think we ordered that early where it wasn't an issue but every, anything now you want sub-zero you want wolf it takes a year to get those there are great knockoffs like 
you know, for sure, Pottery CB2. Barn, West Elm, CB2, like they're, you know, they're so good. I mean, we love the table, which kind of came with our next table, Blue Dot. Yeah, oh, Blue Dot, yeah. Blue Dot. Blue Dot that's great. The console table. The console, room yeah. and board. What's our one that we love where we get like the vintage, um, they remake new vintage, the Eames chair. Oh, uh, Design Within Reach, yeah. Design Within Reach. That's, they, have better, they have better lead times. They have better sure. lead times, but these are great places. And we also have fun, which is what I love to talk about is entertaining. Mimi is the queen. She's the queen of entertaining. You can kill a dinner party. You can crush a birthday. Tell us how you do it, what you start with, and where you shop. What do I start with? I think I start with color. Where do I shop? I definitely shop at Click. I I have a collection of stuff at home that I've amassed over the years. I and guess. talk about that. Okay, so a lot of it's a lot of it is admittedly from Europe, and then there's a company called Accent Decor, and I actually I don't know that anyone can shop that. Uh, I think it's a trade only, but a lot of these stores that you guys are going into are ordering from there. So, you know, I can walk into a store and recognize a product and think, oh, that's probably from Accent Decor. Like votive, all the votives that I have at your house are all from uh, Accent Decor. Yeah. West Elm, like West Elm's good. CB2 is good. And I actually buy a lot of stuff now for tablescapes because it's become almost, you know, cheaper than renting things. So I buy what she buys. So I have so. all the lanterns. Actually, the rechargeable one from Gloucester, oh, that's yeah. a great outdoor company that they ha- mm-hmm. they make furniture as well, but they have these amazing rechargeable lights when it's dark and you can have them on a table. But we love our lanterns. We love anything with like baskets, rustic. Yeah, anything w- wicker. I, you know, I don't start with the same thing. I found it so interesting what you said earlier, Dan, with the chair in the room. That's so, That's so interesting to me. Um, I might have to try that. But I don't start with the same thing ever. I mean, maybe color or, you know, like your bird tablecloth, right? And then you just kind of go from there and that kind of dictates. And we love, you know, if you don't know this brand, it's called Maison. Yeah. Maison de Yeah. Amazing blankets, tablescape, pillows, beds, poofs. Don't underestimate a poof. Let me tell you, <laughs> don't underestimate a poof. Like they can be teddy bear. CB2 has a great one right now for like a hundred bucks. I have two on my terrace here in LA. Who who did you do my chairs in LA with? She's a local East Hampton woman, Elizabeth. Elizabeth Dow. Elizabeth Dow. I have teddy bear chairs in my dining room in LA and I love them. Oh, Fuzzy Wuzzy. The fabric's called Fuzzy Fuzzy Wuzzy. It's called Fuzzy Wuzzy and it's so good because Stuber's like, I'm so tall. I want to be comfortable while I sit. I'm like, okay, here's you some Fuzzy Wuzzy. He is. Poor Dan. He's like... (laughs) God's like, I have to fit. And we love like small mid-century, like small chairs. And he's like, I can't, I can't even. Remember my- the, the chairs in LA that are in the, in the family room, we actually had to <laughs> prop them up by five. I had to add a five inch leg to this massive lounge chair. I so that's super, you know, sit there. I know. <laughs> I just want to give a shout out, even though she was mean, we loved her and she was amazing. And I loved her. She was nice to Dan mm-hmm. and I. But she just was so good at her job and everybody wanted her. We want to oh, give a little yeah. bit of a shout out to Brenda Anton. Yeah. We miss we miss the original nice queen, but we miss the we miss our queen of interior design. She was there's nothing better than a washed vintage linen. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing better. Yeah. That's a tip. And she trick. wouldn't sell the linen. You'd had to go and you had to actually buy the sofa from her. She was like very yeah, she was so mean. She's like, I can't sell you. Just to give us the, she wouldn't do it. Yeah. But she's amazing. When you invest in really great pieces, some of my pieces are 15, 20 years old. Okay. Just before we go on a budget, you're designing a room. What, what are things that you can, you should spend on? And what are things that you shouldn't spend money on? I would pick one thing, right? Mimi's going to say a plant because she loves <laughs> trees and plants and she loves, <laughs> literally. I I'm would like, do a chair. I have an, a chair obsession when I still liked French furniture. Same. I had like 13 Same. French chairs in my one bedroom New York apartment. I, I have a, a real problem with chairs. I'm trying to think yeah. how many chairs I have in my apartment right now. Maybe like nine or, uh, yeah, I, have a, I have a chair problem. But the, but you do too, yeah, I guess, because that's where you start. Yeah, that's how you start a room. You know what I was gonna, we just talked about like how it pays to invest in a really good sofa. I actually have like philosophy. Spend the money on the sofa that's going to get beat up and abused, the one in the family room or the media room. And then in the living room, which might 
even be a more formal space, dial it back on that one because it's not going to be used as frequently. You can use a beautiful fabric on it, but the construction doesn't have to be as, you know, as hardy. Mm-hmm. It can be less, it can be a less, less expensive piece because it's not going to get as used, used as often. So, but I agree. I mean, a chair, like a beautiful statement piece chair, like the Wagner chair that you have, or like, you know, Chambrone chair, the finger chair that, that we love so much makes a whole room. It really does. I love lighting too. I think yeah, that's why I drove everyone crazy because over our, over our kitchen table where everyone eats, it was a whole thing. Like we could not find a light. We could not find a fixture to go with it. Do you know why we couldn't find it? Because it didn't need it. Right, and it was exactly. interesting. And, you know, we, we such a good use, decision. For such a large space, we didn't use that much recessed lighting. We used like this beautiful jewel of a fixture from Urban Electric. It's called the pop fixture. Mm-hmm. You guys, it looks good in every home, the pop fixture. Also, our new, how do I say the the big one, the big balls? The, oh, the Noguchi uh, lanterns. Noguchi lanterns. You can get them expensive. You can get them inexpensive. I have one in my primary bedroom in LA and it, I love it. It gets off it's light. Perfect. It's beautiful. It's simple. It's chic. And I would invest in the vintage because give it the scale of it, you know, 36 inches, 48 inches. It's a large fixture for a relatively small amount of money. They're not inexpensive, but I would go for the vintage one. They have better, you know, coloration. The, the, the new ones tend to be too white and they look, they can look cheap, but if you get the vintage ones, they're, they're really beautiful. I love a, a, a headboard. Mm-hmm. I love that you can play around with different shapes and prints and textures. I think so many people don't have enough fun with their beds. Like you can really have a piece of art. Everyone should have fun with their beds. We do a little rapid fire here on Lipstick on the Rim. Fill in the blank. If you could only source vintage from one place, what would it be, Dan? Uh, If I had to say a place, I would say the Paris flea market. Mm, That's mine, Marche Paul Bear. A perfect client is someone who... Pretty blonde. Uh, number one has a, a vision for what they like and don't like. And number two can articulate it. And number three uh, will trust their designer to deliver. What's your go-to cocktail? I don't know yours, Dan. Go-to cocktail. Oh, so Negroni Spagliato. Oh, so God. the Negroni typically has gin in it, but I don't drink gin. It's basically substituting the gin for Prosecco. It's so good. Ooh, I've rock. never even heard of this. It's Mimi, so what's, <laughs> Mimi, what's yours? <laughs> Paloma. Call the Paloma. Paloma. Oh, I got it wrong. See, Shocker. I got it wrong. By the way, though, you always gave me the best hostess gift was the blue bottle Clos rose. De Clos, de, oh, yeah. Clos de Belize. Clos, Clos de Belize. C L O D E B E Y L E I S S or something like that. L E S S. Yeah, should we give them a shout out? I would always buy it at Wayne Scott Wines. Oh, yeah. Wayne Scott Wines. Luis at Wayne Scott Wines. I know you're better friends with Lauren Kusarak, our other best friend, but we, we, helped us We're really good customers, just for the record. And they basically helped stock and get our bar going. Okay. Dream location for your next project. I don't know if this is a cop-out answer, but I actually feel so lucky that I get to work in the Hamptons. Like if I didn't work here, this is where I would choose to live and work. So I'm blessed. I love, I love working in, in this environment. If I have to choose another location, I would say there's a little beach town in Uruguay called Jose Ignacio, which is like the Hamptons for wealthy Argentinians. It is incredible. It's like a sleepy little town. They have these low, low slung structures with thatch roofs. It's just, it'd be a cool place to spend a year and a half building the house. Does Nacho live there? The he does. polo player. That's what I thought. Does he come with the location? No. Um, dream location. Malibu. Malibu. My new, my new obsession. And to my monkeys at Wyeth. <laughs> now have the big monkey. There's a story. You'll have to listen or go to mollysims.com to find out more on the story. But there's a little monkey and a bigger monkey. <laughs> And Stuber, there might be a larger monkey one day. Stuber hates me. I love a project. What? I can't help myself. Okay. And we asked this question to all of our guests. What advice, Dan Scotty, would you give your sweet little 10-year-old self? Wow. Number one, follow your passion. And number two, just have fun. Don't take everything so seriously. Have fun. Mimi. 10 little sweets, <laughs> Mobile, Alabama, Birmingham, 10-year-old self. What advice would you give yourself? 
Trust Your Instincts, because I wanted to be an interior decorator at age eight, was collecting Architectural Digest then. Asked for Santa for a Trumo, because I was still into French. And then I, too, went to law school for a year. I got derailed a little bit. So, yeah, Trust Your Instincts. I knew at eight years old. Listen, it's it's a journey, people. I always say passion and... You know, it's, I love, I, that's, I think that's kind of how we started. I never met a couch. I didn't love my mother, loved design. I remember my parents building our house. Their house was French. Their house was amazing. And, you know, we came from nothing. And I just, the love that she put in, amazing. It is not easy. It is a marriage, people. I'm going to say, like, we're all very, very, very close and really good friends. Mimi and Dan and I, but it is truly a marriage. Try to find someone you trust. Things change. Sometimes you have money. Sometimes you don't have money. The process can be long. Um, Spend a lot of time together. But, you know, really invest in what you're doing. Make the mood boards. Get the samples. Give them as much of what you don't like that you do like. And, you know, ultimately it's their job. And I have to say, you know, shooting AD... We were supposed to go to some event. I'm like, but I've waited four years to, to, to be able to shoot AD. And I just wanted to give a shout out to AD and thanking them. Jeeves and Sam, incredible. I love the pictures. I love everything about it. And Kenna and Elizabeth did an incredible video montage that I hope you guys are loving now. But you got to trust who you hire. And sometimes you change your mind and that's okay. And, you know, things get hard and then they get easier. And then you're like... You know, next thing you know, you're having a dinner party and you're drinking a ton of rosé and you're drunk. You're like, this is amazing. <laughs> I'm only $9 million over. But <laughs> that being said, Dan Scotty, you can reach him at Dan Scotty Design. He's been featured in Arc Digest, New York Times, First Div, Mimi Brown. She has Mimi Brown Studio. Do not base her Instagram off her talent. We're working on that. She does <laughs> events. Post. She never posts. We don't know why. She's like a hidden little gem. She's not going to be now. But she does design, she does interior, she does styling. And if you are rich enough, she will do events for you. But you guys are amazing. We I love, love you. you. I love you dearly. I love you too. I Thank you so much for having me. You're, you're yeah. so fun. I literally, and we'll guys have you back on and really hone in on like some more tips and tricks. But I, you guys made my dreams come true. But honestly, thank you. Because really, I, you guys are so talented and, and just... It's amazing. I've always appreciated art. You know, it is an art on what you both do. Thank you for trusting us. Absolutely. A lot of options out there. And listen to Lipstick listeners throughout this month. We'll be shelling out just a little bit more details about everything. But the chapter is complete. (laughs) She's done. (laughs) We did it. We did it. Yeah, we did it. We did it. All right. I love you both. Love you. See you guys next week. Love you, Dan. Bye. Love you, Mimi. Thanks for listening to Lipstick on the Rim with Molly Sims and my ride or die, Amisha Gormley. We are always so excited to bring you guys along on this journey. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok at Lipstick on the Rim or my website where we just dive a little bit deeper into my favorite products, trends, and much, much more on mollysims.com. This podcast is a production with Dear Media. A special thanks to my team, Elizabeth Tawfield, Schaefer Carrillo, Ken Ryan, and Anna Sessions and everyone at Dear Media. Don't forget to listen and follow wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss out on the fun. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.